Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And the numbers are toll free at 1-866-405-8405. That's direct to the drink team. Animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joy Villani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and Dr. Debbie. All in place. The holiday feeling around here. The Christmas lights up in the studio. The Hanukkah bush already. And... uh Food, all kinds of great food. Probably more food than we should have in studio. I'm, I'm a little bit of a sugar high going on. Oh, I'm trying to stay away from that. Oh, I'm trying to be really good this year. Yeah. Stace, what are you working on? You know what? A 100,000 pets could be entering shelters annually because people don't have backup plans when disaster strikes. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what you need to do coming up on Animal Radio News. Yeah, you think about that, especially now after Sandy and uh, all those displaced pets all across the country there. Oh, you know who we have on the phone? This is very exciting. Do do we have Roy or Lynn this time? Lynn is there. Hey, hey, Lynn. I'm sure Roy's with her. Lynn Rodens, we talked. This is your third week now on your cross-country tour on the bikes with the the dogs. It feels like a lot longer, but I I think we've been biking (laughs) for maybe 10 days straight now. 10 days straight. Wow. And how are you doing? Are you you staying strong? We... uh, the soreness is wearing off. Um, we're definitely getting stronger. The only problem is the cold, sleeting rain. Oh, Ooh, where are oh, you? Yeah, yeah. We are in Reedsport, Oregon, um, and we're going to have a day off today. We had a, my brother hit a bump yesterday, and so uh, we had to have an emergency uh, welding on the back of the trailer. And this nice man actually put tarps over and got welding in the rain for us. Wow! Wow! wow. Didn't I, t- I told you you'd meet a lot of great people. How's your butt doing? Because I remember when I did it, my butt was <laughs> killing me. Hey, that's personal. My, my butt is pretty good, thank you. My husband actually has a different story. He's right uh, here if you'd like to speak with him. I'd love to. Roy, of course, uh, has Parkinson's disease and had brain Hi, surgery. This is Roy. How are you? Hey, Roy. Let me just introduce you. To my left, I have Alan Cable. To my right, Dr. Debbie. Dog father, Joey Villani. Judy Francis over here. This is Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. We are following your tour very closely across the country, and I'm glad that we, oh. we finally get a chance to speak with you. Uh, how are you oh, doing? Thank you. I'm doing well. Thanks. How about yourself? Uh, splendid. Not, no. used, not, not used to the weather over yeah, here. A little bit chilly. Uh, oh, my I got God. T- I got a well, tip my, for my you, My wife right? is nuts. I mean, she uh, she's actually enjoying this. Oh, what a great ride. It'll be 43 degrees. She'll be out there four or five hours on a saddle, and she <laughs> thinks it's fantastic, and she's getting rained on. Uh, well, not so much for me. Well, Roy, when I did it, I almost got hit by a tornado in Iowa when I did it. I, I rode a bike cross-country, too. And back then, they didn't have the you know the stylish bicycle pants that they have now. So, Roy, uh, I don't know if you're wearing bicycle pants, but you got to have those on, buddy, or your butt's going to hurt like a mo every day. <laughs> it's too late. Uh-oh. Too late. <laughs> and it's only the beginning, only 10 days in. How are the dogs, of course, Samantha and the Oliver? Dogs are loving it. Are they covered now? Are they 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 covered from the uh, the sleet and the rain? Well, we, ha- we haven't had any sleet yet. That I'm aware of. I mean, it, it the, the rain is cold, but uh, I mean, we Lynn runs them every day. They're in parks. Anytime there's water, they will find it. If they're in a park and there's one mud puddle, they're finding it. There's <laughs> <laughs> much water dog. Uh, oh man! Well, yeah, they're chasing. They're, they're, they're barking at gophers. They're going crazy. <laughs> Uh, being from Miami, this is all new to me as well. I mean, got all kinds of wildlife out here, and uh, I'll tell you what, it's, it really is incredible up here. 
Yeah, are you lo- where are you located? We're in Central California, and hopefully you're going to come on by here on your way down. Absolutely. Okay, we will and check it. Where? San Luis Obispo, Morro Bay, California. Oh, off the right highway. Off highway one and one hundred and one. Both of those. We're passing right there. Well, we hope to see you, and I encourage listeners to head on over to pdchallenge.com. Of course, as I mentioned earlier, Roy has Parkinson's disease, and he's doing this to raise uh, funds for some great organizations as well as bring awareness. pdchallenge.com is the website. We'll check in with you next week, Roy. Well, thanks so much, guys. Be safe. I will. Bye-bye. There you go. What a great way to start the show. Oh, his butt must be killing him. Hey, everybody. This is Brett Michaels, and I just want to say you right now want to take wait give me the line again my brain skipped uh, brett michaels i just had one of my brain hemorrhage brain farts oh Go don't ahead. do that don't that do that i don't want to be responsible for that trust me it's me Go okay ahead. animal radio brett michaels animal radio you got it i knew the animal radio like okay here we go hey this is brett michaels you're listening to animal radio and take care of your pets they will rock your world Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, Judy, screen your calls right now at 1-866-405-8405 with the assistance of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. Very proficient on the phones. Very talented. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable's also here. Dog father Joey Volani and animal communicator Joy Turner. And, of course, Stacy Cohn. What's up, girlfriend? What's the best place in the world for your dog to get it on? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, we're talking Frank stuff here, okay? Uh, Brazil. There is a hotel in Brazil. There's a few of them, but this one hotel... Um, they will give your dog dog beer. They've got mattresses, red-shaped mattresses. You can draw the curtains, heart-shaped mirrors above the ceiling. For 50 bucks, your dog can uh, check out another dog. And if they don't get pregnant, they'll do artificial insemination. It's an amazing story. It's a love motel for dogs. I'll tell you all about it. Coming up. When I was in Brazil, I think it, I, it cost me less. Less to get a so I think I had the same room. Yeah, Joey stayed there. Let's uh, let's hit the phones. We have Tammy on the phone. Hi, Tammy. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Save us. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. You guys are having a good time though without me, so uh, <laughs> I'll do the best I can. What's going on? Uh, hey, um, I have a one-year-old boxer. Um, actually, he's one of three boxers, and every time I come home and let him out of the crate, he attacks me with. <laughs> So much excitement. I I mean, I don't know what to do. I'm, what I'm do you do? What, when, when he what runs out do? of the crib? Yeah. Um, well, I ignore him. I turn my back to him, to which he just jumps all over the backside of me. That's um, perfect that you I do that. Him, That's yeah. I tell him no, and I put my hand like flat out in front of his face. That does absolutely nothing. He's just so excited. Okay. Let's talk, yeah, and you know what, that's that's pretty common, and I always tell people when they come home to ignore their dog for the first 15 or 20 minutes, and when they leave, they should ignore their dog for the first 15 or 20 minutes, because we talk about triggers, and when you leave the house, there are certain things you do that let your dog know that you're leaving, and that gets them cranked up on the juice, I like to call it, and young dogs, they get cranked up on the juice big time, and so since dogs don't talk, 
We have to communicate with our bodies. That's what they learn. So you turning your back on them is perfect, and you've got to keep doing that. It won't work instantly. A lot of people think, oh, that didn't work. i got to try something else. But turning your back on your dog, ignoring your dog when he's doing things that you don't like is a great way to teach your dog to do things that you do like. That's what you want to do. Usually when a dog jumps on you or he doesn't walk on the leash properly, it's not because you know he wants to be bad. It's because you haven't taught him that you don't want him to do that. And the best way, again, to teach him is to ignore him. So what I want you to do is when you come home, don't let him out of the crate. Just go about your business. Don't talk to him. Don't look at him. And it's very hard for humans not to talk. You know, we want to talk. That's how we communicate. Dogs don't talk. They just watch you. So yeah. I always tell my I always tell my kids, you know, I love being with the dog because he doesn't talk. Because my kids talk and talk and they never say anything. They just keep talking. So when you yeah. come home, ignore him for fifteen minutes, let him out of the kennel. If he he's probably not going to be as excited because you know he's got fifteen minutes to calm down. He's going to start to learn that when you come home, you're not going to let him out of the kennel right away, and only let him out when he's calm. Then you let him out. If he jumps on you, turn your back on him and pay no attention to him. And it might take a week. Two Two weeks, three weeks, a month before he starts to figure out, okay, I'm not getting any attention anymore for jumping on her. Then when he sits down and he's calm, that's when you give him attention. Remember, that's a very important rule. Only give your dog attention when he's doing what you want him to do. Never give him attention when he's doing what you don't want him to do because it confuses him. Look at it from the dog's point of view. If he jumps on you and gets attention, even if it's negative attention, well, he's going to keep jumping on you. So you ignore them when they're doing what you don't like, but you've got to do it for a period of time, a long period of time, and you've got to have patience and stick with it. All right. You I can will, do it, I girl. I will definitely do that because he's, he's, uh, he's killing me. And I just have a, um, a, a 12-week-old puppy. He's kind of teaching him the same Oh, of course. They feed off of you. Yeah, they feed off. So you being calm, remember, ignore them when you come home. Ignore them when you leave the house. That's key. That's a very important thing. Okay, so before we leave, um, we put them in their crate and then just kind of like hang out here and then go? Yes, put them in their crates 15 minutes to a half hour before you leave or else that will be a trigger. See, in other words, if you put them in the crate and you leave immediately, the dog is going to know when you put them in the crate that, oh, you're leaving and he's going to get cranked up again and he's going to bark and he's going to get all anxious. So what you do is you put them in the crate sometimes when you're not even leaving. You know, you confuse, you, what you do is you trick them. You, you change the pattern. So maybe once every other day you just stick them in the crate for no reason at all. Go into the next room, whatever it is. But when you leave the house, put them in the crate 15 minutes to a half hour before you go. It will give them a lot of time to mellow out. Don't say goodbye. It's going to be very hard. You're going to forget. You're going to go, oh, I'll see you later, boy. Don't say yeah. anything. Just leave. Don't say anything. Okay. You can do all it. Right. If, I can do it. I can do dog, it. Thank you so much. What if the dog is doing something destructive? Well, when a dog's doing something destructive, you got to make a major correction right then and there so that he connects the dots. So, if, like, let's say your dog starts chewing your furniture, right? You immediately give him a correction. You immediately go over there and you, you, you if he's got a leash handle on, you flick your wrist, give him a correction, or you just go, no, and you, and you just tap him on the neck with your fingers, and then you stick a toy in his face that he's allowed to chew. It's all about teaching them what you want, setting them up for success, and rewarding them when they're doing exactly what it is you want. That's how my wife trained me. Well, that's how, that, when you think about it, dogs and men are a lot alike because men don't hear what women say. They just notice the body language like, you know, oh, honey, you're mad? Yeah, because the woman turns our back on him and walks <laughs> away, and then he's like, oh, something's wrong here. Something's wrong. Hey, it's Vinny Penn. Two words for you. Pet.
obituaries. Where are they? Where? Why aren't they? Now, I know some of you out there are probably thinking, Vin, there are. You can go online here. You can Google this, or they've always been here. I'm talking about in the mainstream newspaper of your town, the local newspaper. We buried an uncle of mine a few months ago that the entire family hated. This guy ruined Thanksgiving upon Thanksgiving. He was a miserable old man who fell asleep in the middle of all the revelry and would wake up launching curses in everyone's direction. He terrified the grandkids. And the obit was so loving and he warmed the cockles of our heart. He was a bright spot on many a snowy, icy crisp. He was not a bright spot. If he brought the sunshine, he couldn't be a bright spot. I look at some of these obituaries and they're for people that, that their driver's license is the picture they're using and they've clearly got no one in, in their lives who even gives a damn that they're gone not to be cold. And I think, why not the pets? Why wouldn't we have obituaries for our pets? When when our dog, when the beloved family dog Cruiser, our mini schnauzer passed, let me tell you something. I could have dedicated two columns to my main man raving about how he brought the family together at a time when my parents were divorcing. He brought love into a house that was devoid of love at this time. And the little in memoriams a year later, they'd break your heart. Instead, you see in memoriams for guys with faces that you're like, no one could have loved this man. This man doesn't even seem capable of love. And yet out of obligation, here he is saying, it was a year ago today. We lo And we're thinking of you today. No, you're not. You're thinking of the fact how you still can't get the smell out of the sofa that he fell asleep in every time he was over your house for the last 30 years. I want pet obituaries. I want them treated with the respect and reverence that we give to family members, human family members, who you had neither for. I mean, R.I.P.? An R.I.P. for your dogs and cats? That's what they do. They rip the sofa. It's perfect. Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. You let me know what you think. Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now, Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by Tag, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get Tag today. Go to tagg.com. Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet special. Retailers. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. 
Who's Paula Poundstone? Wait, I forget where I am. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. I love that. Oh, hey, this is Paula Poundstone on Animal Radio. Spay and neuter your pets or we're going to be eaten alive. Animal Radio is brought to you by... Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage two for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort. In their discomfort with Lubricin, it tastes great and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. Get 25% off your first order with the code ANIMALRADIO. And let's go to Ron. Hey, Ron, how are you doing? Okay, how you Good. What's up in your world? Uh, my wife and I have a Fourteen or fee, he might be fifteen pound now. Toy poodle that's uh, supposed to be ten. He's got leg problems. Uh, he got uh, the doc. His vet said that uh, something about his knee pop out a joint or something like that. He, he said that he's only a year old, and uh, okay. the vet said from six months ago that he just doesn't even look like the same dog on the X-rays. So wow. Okay, I'm wondering if that. Is that common in toy poodle breeds, or? Well, if it is, what I'm thinking, um, did they describe where the kneecap pops out of joint, or did they say a ligament was damaged? I, I believe that he. My wife said something about uh, a kneecap popping out of joint. Okay, so if it's a if, kneecap popping out, if, absolutely, yeah, that would be very, very common in a toy poodle, and actually, any small little toy breed of dog. It is a congenital problem that um, just real prone to these guys, um, and and with it, it's basically where the the groove that the kneecap sits in in the knee. In some dogs, it's just too shallow, so the kneecap kind of slides out of position when they're walking or even just hanging out and um, it becomes painful they can't put weight on it because if you're if you can't use your quadriceps muscle um, your kneecap has to be in place so when they can't bend it, it it's painful and they'll carry the leg um, I do see some dogs that they'll just skip so they'll run along in the yard and you may see them playing and all of a sudden they pick up the leg for a couple steps and then all of a sudden the legs back down that's an early symptom of that your pet may have a kneecap problem um, so I, I have, I've had dogs have surgery as young as six months of age for this. Um, and actually one of my receptionists, her, her own little puppy just recently recovered from having this done on both knees, um, because it was really so severe. So if your vet is seeing, uh, you know, an appreciable change on either x-rays or on the physical exam, and if that's also accompanied with her showing symptoms of either limping, discomfort, or kind of a crouched gait, or even like a bow-legged appearance, um, a combination of those things would be, you know, we need to do something. And, and surgery may be the best thing for the pet that's having, all, you know, all of those symptoms going on at once. That did mention surgery, but I was wondering, he did give him a prescription, sort of a pain pill. I was wondering about the weight, how much that would contribute to it. He is overweight, and what... What can we do? I mean, the vet says that really in the wild they they'll eat till they can't hold any more than they won't eat for another couple of days. 
wanted to bribe him or anything. But, <laughs> but he's, yeah. Uh, how would we? I don't know how to go about that. Wean him off to get, and we're in it. We're truck drivers, so he really, in my opinion, now my wife says I'm wrong, but in my opinion, he doesn't get enough exercise that he should. Mm-hmm. But they say in the poodle book that just, if he's a house dog, they get enough exercise running around the house to, you know. Well, tip, yeah, I mean, that's typical. But now if, if we're sharing more of our uh, food with our pets um, and they're not expending a lot of calories and they're just little couch potatoes, you know, hanging out with us, traveling with us, um, you know, something's got to give here. So for me, I don't always focus on an absolute number on weight. Um, I like that strategy. It works for me. I don't like to talk about numbers when I step on the scale. Um, so what we talk about is body condition score. So I would basically, you know, if I had your doggy in front of me, I'd have my hands on the sides, um, on the up and down from the top to the bottom on the abdomen. And, and we really ought to feel little rib lines. If we're not feeling that, we've got a little extra fatty padding in there. You know, we may have a, a situation where some weight loss may help. It's not going to stop what's going on in these knees, but it may take some of that stress off your dog's um, knees, make it a little easier to get around. Um, but the weight doesn't directly cause the development of this problem. So I would work on keeping your baby as lean as we could. So if that means you gotta um, watch what you're feeding, um, you know, exercise is something we would want to do. Go ahead. He eats better than I do. Steak, chicken, hamburger. All right. <laughs> so so you're coming clean. I like that. Asking about, uh, she said that there's joint supplements. She's got a Bichon, and she said that mm-hmm. she give it. It's like a glucosamine for people. Do they have that? Sure. Yeah, so for the, the milder cases of a patellar problem, I would use a joint supplement and using that daily. Um, and then, you know, if you're using pain medicine, there's different classes we can use. Um, for a pet that has a mild symptom of it, you know, we might not need to give them pain medicine. But if, if, if she's more severely affected, um, you know, giving her some pain medicine, keeping her activity quiet for some time, and then really, you know, I would have to defer to your vet as far as, you know, if they're saying that, you know, she really needs surgery, um, you know, all the good diet, and joint supplements in the world aren't going to change that. So I think that's something that you really got to kind of follow the direction of what your your vet is saying there. But uh, I'm going to tell you to put that steak away and let this let's, let this doggy eat some dog food here, Ron. <laughs> he won't. He's full. He's way past dog. He used to when we first got him at eight weeks. He loved that guy that. Uh, what did they call it? I forget the name of it, but it was top line stuff, and he just crunched on it and loved it to pieces. But it's our fault, really. He hasn't trained us very well as parents. Uh, you know, he's done a very good job training you there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I would say, yeah, Ron, keep keep him on a joint supplement. Keep get him lean down for you. Um, and if he's actively limping, you know, let's really talk about you know if we need to pursue surgery here or not. He, he mentioned the vet. His vet mentioned it, but he, he didn't say an absolute. How does the surgery usually work out for him if they do go through that? You know, for most dogs, if we do it when they're young, before they get a lot of arthritis changes, they do wonderfully. It keeps them moving. Um, you know, it really gives them the best function of that leg before they get a lot of muscle atrophy, muscle, muscle loss. Um, so it, it's the best thing to, to catch them young if we think they're going to need the surgery. It can be done at any point later, but it just, you know, we'll have less benefits if arthritis sets in. Um, but, uh, it, it, you know, certainly it's, um, it's got its place. And I usually, there's grades of patellar 
problem, so a lower-grade dog doesn't need surgery. But um, on the scale of one to four, four being the worst, one being the most mild, I usually would recommend surgery for a pet with a grade three or four. So um, you might ask your vet to clarify that and see if, if where he fits into the scheme there. Oh, thank you okay, Ron. Okay, well, give your, baby a, give your baby a pet on the head. What's your baby's name? It will be. Will be? Will be. Will be. All right. Yes. Well, we'll be having a great day, too. You're right. He's got his train really well, but not to his best advantage, I'm afraid. That, that, that's yeah. another thing. I don't know how much time you have, but on the training issue, we're, we're not, uh, as far as him walking beside us, and he's, he's kind of, uh, it's not real enjoyable taking him out sometimes because he wants to go everywhere like if there's three acres of grass there he's going to want to go out in the woods or, or the fence line or the dirt anywhere you don't want him to go that's the first place he heads and oh yeah, I don't, we'll have to I, have I, alan I set you up then and, and kind of give you the the talkings on that what do you think big guy well, he needs to, he needs to play. He wants to run. And so you've got him leashed up. You're not exercising him, uh, which you said yourself. Dogs need exercise to be happy, my friend. You've got to walk him or hook him up to a bicycle or do something to let him run off some steam because that's what dogs want to do. He doesn't know that eh, this is a good place and this is a bad place. You have to take him to a place where he can just run and, and, and get that energy out. And, uh, you got to do it daily. It's important. Yeah, you don't want you. You can't let him off of a leash. <laughs> you don't know Willie. Well, you gotta you gotta let him off of a leash. I mean, or, or do it in a fenced area, or you gotta take him for a, a real brisk walk on a leash. He he needs. He's a dog. He needs to, you know, move. He needs to move, and he needs to move fast, and he needs to get that energy out, and he needs to do it every day, or at least every other day. He he needs that. Okay. Well, that's. We'll we'll have to try to work on that more. You go for it, big guy. Give us a call back, Ron. I hope everything works out. There are some dogs that are predisposed to a luxating patella. Is that correct, Doc? Definitely. Indian poodles are among the group. Um, Pomeranians, Yorkshire Terriers, um, you know, a lot of Terriers. And I know that's uh, something Miss Ladybug's dealt with, too. Yeah, she's had surgery. She had surgery on her knee. Well, very well, but actually, she ripped her ligaments. She oh, tore her ligaments. So. Oh, she did. That's right. It was yeah. a little different. Yeah. A little different. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Have you given your dog the gift of time? As many as half of all dogs have their active lives cut short by arthritis. Give your dog the gift of a long, healthy, active life. Give your dog Lubricin. Lubricin's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Lubricin has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. 
And now the top five reasons to get Genie from DirecTV, the most advanced HD DVR ever. Number five, Genie recommends new shows based on what you already watch. Number four, Genie eliminates inconvenient boxes in every room. Number three, Genie has three times more HD recording capacity than cable. Number two, Genie records five shows at once. And the number one reason, Genie serves your entire home with one HD DVR for a full HD DVR experience on every TV. Call now and get a free upgrade to Genie, plus lock in your savings for two years. Packages start at $29.99 a month. Call 800-399-5101 now and get 47 channels of HBO, Stars, Cinemax, Showtime, free for three months. That's 800-399-5101. DirecTV client or an RVU-enabled TV device required for each additional room, additional advanced receiver fee supply. Three times more claim is based on one Genie HD DVR setup. Offer requires 24-month agreement and entertainment package or above. First year savings on entertainment is $25 a month. Second year savings is $10 a month. $29.99 package not eligible. Offers M2613. New approved customers only. Lease required. Other conditions apply. Call for details. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, Superstorm Sandy packed a pretty strong punch along the East Coast in late October, and many people who had a furry friend as part of their family had an added burden placed on their shoulders, as was the case with people that uh, ha- were suffering from Hurricane Katrina. Many people had to scramble to find shelter, and they faced some pretty tough decisions about whether they could take their dog or cat along with them. Well, once again, the importance of having an emergency plan for a pet became a stark reality. Kim Bresson Kibwe, she's the Trust and Estates Counsel for the ASPCA, said she believes every pet owner should have both a disaster plan and an estate plan so you can safeguard your friend. That way, all your bases are covered, and whether there's an unforeseen event in your area or your pet outlives you and needs to be cared for by somebody else after your death, the ASPCA estimates that upward of 100,000 pets could be entering shelters annually due to their guardian dying or becoming unable to care for them. Well, this is going to just make you crazy (laughs) in many ways, I think. A heart-shaped ceiling mirror, check. Curtains drawn against the bright day, check. Red mattress, we know what that means, check. Sounds like a hot night in Vegas, right? But no, it's Brazil. Brazil's known for, you know, couples uh, having these nice little trysts. But this is not for a two-legged couple. This is for a four-legged couple. Belo uh, Horizonte's newest love motel stands apart from the crowd in one crucial aspect. It is for dogs. Animal Mundo Pet. It's an eight-story enterprise in upscale district in the city of 2.4 million people. Uh, they've got uh, they've got uh, Japanese Ophura soaking tubs, canine and peril emblazoned with the symbols of the local soccer clubs. And your dog can get beef-flavored dog beer, non-alcoholic, of course. They'll even arrange for a session. Mm-hmm. If your pet wants to uh, get it on with another dog, it'll be about 50 bucks. And if it doesn't work out, they'll do artificial insemination. Some of these cities even have hospitals where they do uh, Botox. On your dog. I swear, the, the vets will do Botox for your dog. What, why would you want Botox on your dog? You should be arrested if you do that. That's my thinking. Okay, anyway, it's just something to look forward to. 
A California company has found a way, if you're a dog, a California company has found a way to keep people safe from wildfires and keep the local goats happy. USA Today reports Brush Goats for Hire, based in Santa Barbara, is making a name for itself by bringing more than 60 goats to various locations so they can eat uh, thistle and other types of grasses that pose fire hazards. Owner Lorraine Argo says the animals seem to enjoy the job explaining they eat for about 20 minutes and then they lie down like they're pregnant. Her husband, Ian Newsom, adds that the goats are amazingly agile, which gives them the ability to clean up hillsides and other locations that are inaccessible with machines or just too dangerous for people to access. Interesting. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at Animal Radio. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at scoopfree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. Scoop-Free is the litter box that cleans itself so you don't have to. Scoop-Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop-Free alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-685-0205. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-685-0205. That's 1-800-685-0205. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie, do, do patients ask you about their human problems ever? They come in and get their dog fixed. And they, Doctor, can you, oh, can you check oh, this out? All the time. I, I can't tell you how often I have clothing dropped in my exam room and I'm going, oh. <laughs> that's, that, that's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. A- anybody ever come in and go, I got a goiter and show it to you? I got a goiter. Um, you no, know, it's usually raising of shirts and dropping of uh, waistbands, things like that. So wow. I haven't hit the goiter thing. Uh. Let's see, just a few weeks away from Christmas. Hopefully you've done your Christmas shopping for your animals already. Uh, we've done a little bit of 
shopping for Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog, and we're going to get her a tag this year. Shh, don't what? let her hear it. I'll, let me, let me move, we'll get her out of the studio. Okay. The Tag Pet Tracker, which is a GPS cellular device. It's that like a, so awesome. A cell phone for your dog, and not only will it tell you where your dog is and uh-huh. text you if it leaves a zone. You set up these zones around your house. Let's say if it leaves the zone, uh-huh. he or she hops the fence or heads out the front door and leaves the zone, it will send you a text. That's so cool. On your cell phone. How does it know? It's you know it's I, magic. I have no one. It's <laughs> GPS technology. You probably know the technology better because uh, for, I didn't think that internet thing would take off. Well, it's GPS, so it's it's you know using satellites and locating. Um, so you know they basically can can track the dog down to by by the foot basically. Um, so and I'll have to say, boss is going to give his endorsement to Ladybug. She'll enjoy that gift, and and you'll oh. enjoy it because you can find out what she's doing all day. So you can actually track and see her activity. You know, she's sitting around on the couch, or is she running in the backyard expending energy? So when you hear those words from me saying she's getting a little pudgy, (laughs) I can tell you that she needs to increase her activity because we'll be able to track that. I can't lie. Tag provides unprecedented insight into your pet's day-to-day activities and their whereabouts. It's a beautiful little collar, too. It looks like something Apple designed. It is. It's very pretty. And in fact, you can get it at the Apple store or get it over at... Yes, you can. Wow. Tag.com, and that's spelled with two Gs, T-A-G-G.com, or Amazon.com, or Target.com, or the Target stores also at Petco and Apple stores, like I mentioned, a great gift for ninety nine ninety five, and that includes three free months of service. And they also sponsor Animal Radio, so, I mean, what better? It's all good. Good stuff. Check it out. Tag.com. Another gift... It seems like this guy comes out with stuff maybe once a year. He has a great book of fabulous pictures. Ken Foster joins us. We welcome him back to Animal Radio with his brand new book, I'm a Good Dog. Hi, Ken. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I, you know, I wish I had your job. I mean, you go around and you photograph animals and put them together in these beautiful books. And I love I'm a Good Dog. Um, well, you know, a lot of the pictures in this book actually weren't taken by me, but I did write the text of it. So... Um, which is also a good job because I got to interview people about their their dogs who happen to be pit bulls in this case. And we really wanted to put together a book that celebrates the pit bull as a family pet, which is how most oh, of us cool. really know the dog. Well, you know, they get such a bad rap. Yes. They're always in the news for maulings or, or whatever. The, you know, the media, how they sensationalize all these things. But I guess the, the crux of this book is that these are all pit bulls and they're good dogs. Right. The Pitbull's been a family dog for as long as it's been around. So the book really looks at the background of the dog. It looks at whether we can really know anything by a dog's appearance, which, of course, we can't because they're all individuals. And it also looks at a lot of living and historic figures who have owned and loved Pitbulls, including Helen Keller and Dr. Seuss and um, a whole bunch of surprises. Along that wow. line, <laughs> you know, I, I've seen pictures. You know, back years ago, you see all the black and white pictures, and they always have this pit bull in them that's just posing with the family. I, when did they start getting such a bad reputation? Well, I think a lot of it came from their use in dog fighting, and they're not the only dog that's ever been used in dog fighting. But um, and then that became sort of um, turned into a, a much grittier sort of sport in the cities. And then there was an article in Sports Illustrated about the dog fighting phenomenon that had a big snarling pit bull on the cover. 
back in 87, and that seems to have really been the turning point where suddenly people looked at them as this fearful thing, and then people who wanted a fearful dog decided to get a pit bull to show people how tough they were. Um, And so I think it's just sort of fed the, the, the myth that they all are this way rather than that some of them are made this way. Well, that proves that it's not the dog, it's the people. Sure, sure. It's very yeah. cyclical, too. I noticed uh, when I was a kid, it was the German Shepherd or the Rottweiler. Doberman. There was always a dog that was... Targeted. Yeah. Yeah, it's been in cycles, and I think 100 years ago or so, it was the Bloodhound that, um, you know, there were newspaper articles in every city about how the Bloodhounds were going to come charging down the street after everybody, um, which obviously didn't happen because we're still here and bloodhounds are still here <laughs> so ken did, i mean are you um are you a bully fan yourself or i mean is that why you wrote this book yeah i have um several pit bull type dogs at home i write in the book about the fact that my pit bulls after being dna tested are all a completely different mix of genetics um <laughs> but i also have a foundation in new orleans called the sula foundation which uh works specifically with pit bulls and pit bull owners um doing low-cost vaccination clinics and low-cost obedience classes, things like that, so that um, people have access to being the best possible owner they can be. So what exactly is a pit bull? There's no real true breed of a pit bull, is there? There isn't, although people will argue about this. There's an American pit bull terrier, which is recognized by the UKC, but the AKC doesn't recognize it. And the AKC recognizes a Staffordshire Terrier, which is very similar, or some might say exactly the same as a pit bull. But then there are a lot of other breeds that get sort of lumped in with it. Um, the regular bull terrier, there used to be an American bull terrier, which was essentially a pit bull. The English bull terrier, which is the more egg-headed variety, um, you know. And so when people say that they have a pit bull or that somebody has a pit bull, it's generally really sort of an American mixed breed dog is what they have. Um, and they have a whole different mix of ancestry, and some of them are large, and some of them are actually kind of small and compact. But I think the qualities that we see in them that we love so much are the playfulness, affection, um, definitely athleticism, because a lot of them actually are trained to do agility and um, fly ball and things like that. But also they have these you know, big, blocky heads, which I think in some ways makes their expression almost more human than a lot of other dogs. I always feel like they either look like uh, little babies or old men, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Both near and dear to our hearts. Well, I'd, I'd like to go ahead and give away 10 copies of the book right now. Since I'm in the holiday mood, I'm a good dog. Pit Bulls, America's most beautiful and misunderstood pet. The author, Ken Foster, joining us. 1-866-405-8405. If you can't get through to pick this up, head on over to Amazon.com or your favorite bookstore and ask for that. Ken, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We'll head back to the phones next. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Let's hit the phones, 1-866-405-8405. This time for Dr. Debbie, we have Deb calling from Hawaii. Hey, Deb, what's going on? Well, my cat's got an abscess on his foot. I think he got bit by another cat. I wasn't sure to begin with. And when he first presented, 
it was really, really swollen, and he was limping and stuff. Then the next day, I realized that he'd licked, uh, licked it around the wound, and you could see a puncture wound. So then I started soaking it with hot water and trying to squeeze it out, and I was squeezing pus out, just white pus. And so I did that for two or three days, and then it turned clear, and now it's healed over. Okay. So yeah, is there a reason that you haven't gotten this kitty on antibiotics and seen a vet? Um, I just haven't really seen a need for it to do that because I've talked to other people, and they say, you know, pretty much it's going to have to run its course anyway. Okay. So I'm a fan of definitely um, minimalistic treatment if it is appropriate. And what you're describing when we have a swollen body part where there's actually pus coming out, that is for me a number one indication when we need to seek antibiotic therapy. Now, the small little cuts, scratches, um, things like that, yeah, I'm a fan of su- superficial treatment using something like vetricin, just a little bit of wound care. But once you have swelling under the skin, redness, warmth to the, to the tissue, issues, once you have that for more than 12 hours, you've got an established infection or cellulitis. So we need to get that kitty on antibiotics. And um, while I'm glad he's feeling okay, in your opinion, normally with kitties in this situation, when they have a really swollen, pussy body part, antibiotics within 24 to 36 hours, this will be done and gone. So, um, you know, it's a missed opportunity to expedite the healing in your pet. Um, not too late, and I would certainly still see about getting this kitty on some medication. And there's a lot of ways we can do that. Some There's even an injectable antibiotic in cats that you just give once, and it lasts for several weeks, so you don't have to keep redosing. Anything, I think, in this point um, would be helpful to, to see this to resolution. You know, Pain control is another big thing. Once we get to these red, swollen, painful things, I was almost sent to the hospital for a cat bite. And a lot of times what happens with these wounds that kitty these in dogs get is the skin will seal over very quickly and it traps that bacteria and the infection under the skin. So while yes, we do need to get that infection out and liberated, um, we also have to treat it at its core and uh, antibiotics are definitely indicated for these type of situations. So um, I, I would just encourage you to see that um, at least get some of that basic care that, that we need to get going and then you can supplement that with the home care, um, the wound care soaks and so forth on top of that. Does that make sense? Well, it, it makes sense, but he um, it is not hot and it isn't red. Okay. Well, we're past that point now, but as I said, once we have pus, pus is a yellow, it's white. Once we have that thick exudate coming out of the skin, that is an established infection. So that's the point where we really should be intervening with antibiotics. My goal as a veterinarian is to help preserve suffering in pets. So I want to make sure that we get the best help we can as early as possible and for the most appropriate situation. So um, that would be my recommendations. And just in you know the future... Uh, for those small cuts and scrapes, I like that approach. I think that's a very good proactive approach. Um, but there's a time you need to pick up that phone and see the veterinarian. This well, is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at one 405 This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. It is natural goodness for dogs with raw USDA-inspected meat. I should say dogs and cats. And cats now. Yes, they have great cat formulas. It's raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics and the official food of Ladybug the Studio. Stunt Dog, visit them over at StellaAndChewies.com. Hey, y'all, it's Lisa Matassa, and you're listening to Animal Radio. 
I love you. Yeah, I love you too. If you only, if you only a woman. I'm a little upset though, Joey. What, why? What? What happened? Well, 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 Joey. I, I think you'll share my opinion in this. I'm very upset. I, I see this commercial on TV. This poor guy Todd in the office there, and 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 he keeps giving his sub to this this Samantha chick, you know. And, and then finally, you know, Todd, you know, he gives it to the Sarah. He gives the the sub to the Sarah woman. And Samantha's all upset at him, and now they both ganged up on him, and he never has his lunch. He, they're splitting it. They're taking his subway, and they're splitting it. And, and it's not funny, Joey. It's not funny at all. If it was happening the other way around to, like, a woman, everybody would be like, they're being so mean to her. But it's okay that Todd never gets his lunch. So what's your point? See, I'm like a dog when you try to take food away from him. It don't matter how good-looking the woman is. Stay away from my food, you know. It's one of those things. What do you mean, what's my point? Poor Todd. That's my point. Poor little Todd never gets his sub. He buys the sub. He unwraps the sub. But these two vicious women, these vixens, with little baby voices come and take it away. Just like that. They take it away. You need to get a DVR, buddy. Wow. I haven't seen a commercial in five years. I guess that's a commercial yeah. that's on TV. Yeah, oh, yes. You know, you know what else upsets yeah, me? a subway commercial. I, I don't know that that gets me upset. They take away his sub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why well, is you've, that bad? Obviously, you, obviously, you've never seen it. It's like it's like a whole medley. It started out with this this annoying Samantha girl. She talks like a baby. And she walked up and said, hi, Todd. You want to go out? You want to be my boyfriend and uh, girlfriend? Yeah. And then she and then she takes his sub away and she walks off. And, and then later on, Todd says, well, it's, you're too late. I already gave my sub to Sarah over there. And, and Samantha gets mad, and then Samantha, she's so smart, she teams up with Sarah, and now they both take away his sub, and they split it in half. <laughs> you know what, Alan? You, Alan, you really need yeah. to let it go. No, yeah. I can't. I, I'm because you know Debbie, she's a successful woman with a brain. She would never do that to a guy. Never. Hey, we wield our power how we can, and, you, and girls learn that at a very young age. <laughs> Get his point. I don't see what he's so upset about. Let's see. uh, We're going to head back to the phones. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Tag. If your dog is an escape artist, doesn't get enough exercise, get the Tag GPS pet tracker to track your pet's location and monitor his activity right from your phone or computer. It's the only device that both tracks location and activity to help keep both your pet safe and healthy. Get Tag today at T-A-G-G dot com. And we head to William. Hey, William, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm over here in uh, Windsor, New York. Windsor, New York. What's up? What's going on with your animals? Well, uh, I got a... Uh, she's a cross-red black lab and uh, beagle, and I was having a problem with it with fleas, which we got to care. We got that all cured. Okay, but after, good. After we were cured that, she kept having a, a problem with her butt itching. And also two spots on her belly. Mm-hmm. Well, I use uh, a uh, what the heck you call it, for my for my stomach, you know, to keep my stomach from chafing. Uh, so it's a powder, and I was using it on my stomach one day, and she's sitting right there by me, and she stood up and turned her back to me, you know, her butt to me, and I had it on my hand. And I rubbed it right on her butt and on her base of her tail. Mm-hmm. She didn't itch all day. Okay. So, so what's, I gotta know, what's this medicine? What is it? It's, uh, oh, it's jock itch powder. Like, like uh, Gold Bond? I, I don't know what the brand is on it, but it's a jock itch powder. Okay. So, <laughs> so the next day, the next day, I rubbed it also on her belly and her butt. She didn't itch all day anywhere. Wow. Okay. All right. You know, well, you know. I don't know. Uh, 
it doesn't bother her. It, 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 you know, she has no reaction to it. She doesn't try to lick it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be doing a good job. This is kind of a first for me here, William. I, uh, jock itch is kind of out of my realm of expertise. But what what I do think of is what, what I hear about this um, and, and how that might be helping her symptomatically. Um, jock itch and um, uh, a lot of skin infections in dogs can be caused by a fungal infection, by yeast. Um, so I don't know that that's what you got, <laughs> but but um, the ingredients in many types of jock itch medications um, are myconazole, and that is a medicine that we do use for dogs that have yeast infections. Um, as far as, you know, that's something I like to preferably diagnose. I mean, it certainly sounds, you know, in, in your experience that that helped and that may have decreased the itch. Um, so that sounds wonderful, but I'm not advocating everyone take jock itch powder and put it on their dog's bodies, partly because um, there's a lot of other things in dogs that can trigger the yeast infections. And you mentioned that you had a flea infestation, so she probably had some red, itchy skin to begin with. And yeast on dog skin is really common, but it doesn't get into their skin and doesn't take hold unless they've got kind of a red, itchy, abrasive skin surface. So in those situations, yeah, that, that may be why she had um, potentially a yeast infection and why that medicine helped her. Um, so if you have more ongoing issues with this, my recommendation would be maybe stay away from the powder only because that's a little bit harder to control where we're putting that. There are some wonderful shampoos you can use for dogs. Um, we can do all over body treatment and, and that's kind of makes it a little bit more I think, um, kind of reasonable to treat a whole pet than to try to splash powder or put some um, ointments on them. Um, but I, I, hey, I can't sneeze at success, and, and if that uh, if that helped her, I'm I'm happy for you. you know, I would just See, make I sure. Use, I I use it for myself because uh, I have, I have an overhang problem. You know, my my belly <laughs> overhangs my belt. Oh, okay. <laughs> the jock itch powder, my friend, you're right. It's a magic thing. You know, you, your computer, when it says, you, you pop open a page and it says done but with errors. Well, I was yeah. sitting next to it with some jock itch powder and dumped it in the keyboard. And let me tell you, it fixed the problem wow. right then. And the thing went dark. It's amazing went dark stuff. Immediately. Amazing yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, you would, you would enjoy this, this dog, though. She really did because when I tell her, I say, uh, Come on, Lucy, time to take a shower. She walks right in, sits down in the shower, and waits for me to come in there. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, she's a real good dog, but this happened, and I said, I got to let you folks know because I listen to you every weekend, you know. Awesome. We appreciate it, William. And, and, and give that baby a scratch on her head for us. And hopefully she's not scratching anymore with a magic powder on, on hand there. <laughs> I learned so much from this show. Maybe more than Me I too. need to know. 866-405-8405. I'll tell you, between the revelation of uh, Rain, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer last week and now this jock itch powder, I'm a bevy of knowledge. You're a walking looking. encyclopedia, aren't you, Hal? You know, we should carry a pouch of jock itch powder, and whenever we see somebody itching in public, we sprinkle it on them like, the, you know, the good fairy. I'm we're... frightened. I'm really frightened now what I'm going to see in my exam rooms. People are going to hear this show, and they're going to say, Doc, can you just take a look at this for me? And I'm going to be like, no, no. Buy stock in it a, now. It's just such a funny product, you know, jock itch powder. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio, you lucky dog. Right now we're taking calls for animal communicator Joy Turner. 
and I believe who 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 is this? Hello. Hi. Who is Hi. it? Is this? Oh, this is uh, Firefighter Johnson, and, and uh, we've got a twenty-year-old, uh, uh, almost twenty-one-year-old uh, retired police dog that uh, uh, you know, um, you know, over the years has gotten diabetic and whatnot, and, oh. and we decided to be, you know, pretty neat to kind of know what she was thinking, and maybe she can enlighten us what we can do better for. What city are you a firefighter in? Um, Shoshone County and then Pierce County. So I guess uh, it would be Idaho area, and then um, prior to that would be uh, Tacoma, Washington area. Oh, okay, okay. And so this was a but, former police dog. Yeah, and in the last 10 years she's been uh, on the road being a truck driver dog with us, too, as we all stuff for the government off and on. So. Hmm. And so she's, in the last 10 years, been, well, I'd say six, seven years, been on the road with the big trucks. Well, let me introduce you to animal communicator Joy Turner, and let's see if we can talk. What's the dog's name? Sweetie. Firefighter Johnson. Do you have a first name, or do you prefer that I address you as Firefighter Johnson? Uh, that'd be fine, yeah. Okay. It's Ron. That's whatever. Okay. Well, Ron, because Sweetie, of course, doesn't call you Firefighter Johnson. No. She <laughs> So she more likes it when I call you something more familiar. Okay. And she says she has so many stories that she would love to have somebody write a book for her to tell all her stories. And she wants to know if that's something that you can do for her. Would you write a book for her? Write a book for her? Telling about her stories. I guess I could. She would really like to have that happen. Because she thinks she has so many different perspectives about life and things that are going on than just an average dog or an average person would have because of all of her different experiences in life. So okay. she thinks it would be marvelous, marvelous book material. And she's actually kind of a funny dog when she talks to me. She's got a good sense of humor. She says, so you want to know how she's feeling and what she likes in her life and if she should have you do something different. Is that what she understood you to say? Right. Okay, she says, first of all, the main thing that she really, really appreciates is the company. She loves being everywhere. She does not want to be the kind of a dog that somebody just kind of leaves at home somewhere. So she really appreciates that she gets to go everywhere. And that's the thing she loves the most. She thinks that as long as you love her and you take her places for as long as she can, that's really what makes her life the quality of life it is. Because then she gets all of these experiences, and she is so big on multitudes of experience. You could not give that dog enough experiences to have her say, wait a minute, I've had all the experience I want to have in this life, so don't take me anywhere, don't do anything with me anymore. Right. She's really big on experiences. So she's just totally pleased with her life. There's nothing that she thinks needs to be added except more experience. Okay, well, that's good. So she likes adventures. Just take her on adventures. Okay. Anything else for her, Ron? Um, pretty much uh, other than, you know, um, does she talk about her eyesight at all? She says no, she doesn't really want to because she doesn't want to focus on things that aren't perfect because she's afraid if she does, then her life is going to get curtailed and her experiences will get narrowed, and she doesn't want to do that. That's why she made the comment to you that she wants to go on and basically as many adventures as her body will let her do. 
Because okay. she says a lot of the adventures, she gets to smell lots of stuff, and and she doesn't have to see as well as she might have before to still right. enjoy herself. She thinks the only way that she's going to need to stop having adventures is when her body just won't let her move around anymore. She's not all that concerned about eyesight or hearing or any of those kinds of normal things, even normal aches and pains. She's not all that concerned about. She just wants to pack as much into this life as she possibly can. Oh, and she says, and write the book. Okay. Okay? All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time today. And thanks for all the hard work that you do firefighting. That is a tough job, not a very easy job. We appreciate that. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of our dream team. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and veterinarian Dr. Debbie. All here for you. Write this number down, 1-866-405-8405. We have some great gifts to give away today for, well, the holidays, because we're in that sort of mood. Uh, Stacy, what kind of mood are you in? Well, the holidays upon us, of course, and if you are planning on traveling, you'll probably want to take your pet because you know what? All of these hotels now have all kinds of uh-huh. different lavish pet-friendly deals and amenities that, you know what? If you don't have a pet, you may want to rent one. <laughs> I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. There's an idea for your business, Alan. Rent a pet. You know, that's a great idea. If you, you pick a city with a lot of single guys, because that's a great way to meet the ladies. The ladies can't resist a <laughs> cute mud. i you, that is, that is the truth. I'm guilty. Any time there's a dog somewhere, I've got to go pet it and go see it. Yeah. I yep. used to go out to the park with a little puppy. I would borrow a puppy, my sister's puppy. It didn't belong to me. That's a great way to meet women, guys. Hey, you said you were, you were taking s- ladybugs for exercise. <laughs> <gasps> now Truth I is know out. what you're doing with her. Yeah. yeah. The woman walks up and says, can I pet her? And then, and then starts petting Hal instead of the dog. Is that wrong? <laughs> this one's for you. Hey, Bill. All right. Hi. How you all doing? Great. Good. Great. Yes, uh, I'm calling. I got two dogs. One's a lab beagle mix, seven years old. The other one's a Shih Tzu Maltese mix. She's also seven years old. Okay. What's going on? Well, they both seem to be having uh, um, something with with their skin or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that the little shit zoo, she'll chew herself right raw toward her back end. And okay. they, they, uh, the lab doesn't chew herself raw, but she's constantly trying to bite herself, like in her rear. And she always wants me to, when I'm home, she always wants me to be scratching her rear end. <laughs> okay. okay. Kind of now, that special uh, spot where you, you scratch and that back leg goes. <laughs> And the other thing is now on her belly, the, on the lab, on her belly, she's got a little bit of a growth there toward her back, okay. uh, like in her pit there on the one back leg. Okay. But then she's got like uh, uh, tags, skin tags, oh, under okay. both under both of her front legs. They don't seem to bother her. Okay. But it's this other, it's breaking out and this constant itch and carry on. And I called because the vet that I've used for 20 years just retired. Oh, okay. 
and and the vets here. I live in in upstate New York, and these people want a hundred dollars just to bring the dog in. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well. And so I have you tried any remedies as far as, um, at least with your previous veterinarian, to tackle this problem, or is this just a new onset of problem? No, what I've been doing is I've been bathing them when I get home, because I'm on the road all the time. But I bathe them, uh, you know, with a, a dog shampoo. Okay. And, and then I've been using hydrocordone spray. Okay. That seems and how's to that help? help? It seems to help the itch a, a bit, although the lab, it doesn't help her butt at all. Mm, she just okay. goes nuts with that sometimes. And I remember the vet told me something about a, a gland just inside of her, of her butt. Sure, yeah. And he said okay. if you took, took and, and run your finger around that and cleaned it out or whatever, it would help. I'm scared yeah. to, <laughs> I'm afraid to hurt. I don't blame you. You know, it sounds quite uh, unpleasant when we describe the, the anal gland expression process. Uh, yeah, but th- those glands are sitting you know, on either side of the anal area, and they definitely can cause problems where dogs will lick, scoot, drag their bottom. Right. And, um, yeah, right. so that kind of thing... For for the best uh, health of your relationship with your dog, I recommend taking her either to a vet or a groomer and having that done. There are folks that do this at home, but, you know, there's kind of that, uh, what I call a breakdown in that bond. You know, like, really? Do you you got to do that to me, Dad? It's, it's just... Uh... <laughs> but, yeah, that would be definitely something simple to have addressed and taken a look at. Now, in the area where you're at, with having both dogs with these symptoms, i got to say, vigilant flea control is going to be really very, very important and even if you don't see fleas you're in an area where I'd still worry about that so if you haven't been using a regular product I would consider using something especially as some of the different topicals that you can apply once a month and one that we use pretty readily is Advantix 2 um, which has some nice sustained uh, protection Um, you want to do that but also make sure we're not missing some really serious medical problems and it might be worthwhile to pick up that phone and call around see if you can find a vet that's kind of more in your mindset and Maybe your budget of what you you want to have done, but I think it'll be real important to make sure these babies don't have something else going on, like other types of skin mites or an allergy or an infection that we need to be trying some different things. And the hydrocortisone spray is a great short-term fix, but if we really have a proven itch that continues despite that, then there's got to be some other ways that we get around that. And for me, I like to sample the skin. I like to look at what's on the surface of a critter. Um, So sometimes even just for a vet to get their eyeballs on a pet, it can make a big difference in giving you that direction if continuing down what you're doing is, is right or if we need to add in some something else along the way. Um, but as far as like the anal glands, gosh, yeah, you know, any kind of butt scooting and licking, that would be, uh, you know, number one thing on my uh, white glove uh, test <laughs> there. Yeah, and and yeah. I'll always laugh because I sl- slap uh, that white glove on quite a bit here in my <laughs> office. But, you know, these kind of gland things can be a real problem um, and kind of a silent problem for many dogs where they may not even show symptoms. So, yeah, I think it'd be worthwhile to get these babies into the vet there. Okay. I appreciate right. your call today, Bill. All right. Thank you, guys. I listen to you every Saturday. I wish you was on all the time. So, so do ah. we. So do we. Because <laughs> okay. we could be, we could buy yachts and mansions and all kinds of things if we were on all the time. <laughs> hey, listen. Let us know if that works. If you have any problems, uh, give us a call back. If you uh, 
if you can't find a vet there, there's a good list over at AnimalRadio.com. And okay. Shop around. Find a vet that you like and, and one that fits your budget. Let them know. Because it's hard economic times for all of us, you know? They understand. I, I, like, I like this vet that I had because he had horse uh, racehorses. He did? Oh. Yeah. He owned racehorses, and I used to go up to his farm all the time, you know, and, and that's how I became acquainted with him. But, you know, because him and I both love horses so much. Horses and dogs. Horses and dogs. What a good combination. Hey, thanks for listening. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pet Stay. The dog days are every day with Pet Stay, available exclusively from Imperial Palace and Rio Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay provides a unique in-room amenities, dog treats, food and water, sleeping mat, and a specialty room service menu. Details at Caesars.com slash Vegas. This weekend in Las Vegas, you can check out her tonight, Shania Twain. Gotta All right. That. That's going to be a fun show. The big yeah. show. And it's pretty cheap tickets, too, starting at 55 bucks at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. This is a 4D show, is What's what it says 4D? here. I have no idea what 4D is. It's not 3D. It's one up from 3D. It's 4D. Hmm. That's what it says right here. Wow. I, I, <laughs> you don't know what's going to go on here <laughs> during this show. Supernatural show. <laughs> Shania Twain. Thanks, Pet Stay, for sponsoring Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Concierge desk. This is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month Supply free by calling 1-800-685-0205. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply. Free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-685-0205. That's 1-800-685-0205. Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. You're listening to Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by X-Power, the pro at-home dryer. You bathe your pet at home and style them like the pros. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January. Available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. And endorsed by our very own groomer, Joey Volani, who I have the pleasure of presenting to you with our tip of the week, the dog father. Hey, Is that um, too much for you? 
<laughs> you know, no, you could have built it up actually a little bit more, um, but that's okay. Hey, before we get with it, so last night I had to work for um, Justin Bieber, and um, <laughs> my friend, my friend is um, the tour manager for them, real good friend of mine, and the kid is a psychopath. He's um, he's doing a lot of drugs now. Yeah, he's doing a lot of drugs, and they say he's picking up women at the shows, and then he's dropping them off at truck stops. They said now the company that 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 he works with AEG, it's a real big company. They're all nervous because they think they're going to get sued because they had the Michael Jackson contract, and they got sued for that, saying that you know they didn't oversee him. Oh, so it's yeah, the kids are nut. <laughs> Justin Bieber, a nut, huh? I I just don't get where the talent's supposed to be. To me, he's talentless. I just don't get it. Hey, 850000 a show, he's guaranteed. Jeez. He's just a kid off the streets. He's no one. He's no one. He's no one, I You're tell just you. jealous. I know. Hey, did you ever go? Did you ever hang around um, someone's house and their dog just smells like a dog? All and, the time. Uh, you know, My you own want, house. You want, to push, you want to push the dog away. Well, I got a, um email from a Loretta Tap here. And Loretta says to me, uh, or she's asking me what she can do. She said that she's brought her pet to the vet um, because the dog, it smells like a dog right after being bathed. Um, she goes to the professional groomer no matter what they do. The dog comes out, um, you know, smelling um, like, like a dog within a day or two. Even if they put cologne or anything on it, it, it just, it, nothing seems to work. And the dog is healthy, so, so I have. A, I actually have. A, well, it's doggy bo. You know. Well, you know. I it's love just. That it's, smell. it's. I. I. I got to be honest with you. Um. You know, <laughs> some dogs just smell like dogs. They're dogs, and and it's unfortunate. But uh, you know, we don't like the smell in a lot of cases. In most cases, so this is what she's gonna do. So get a checklist out here, okay? And you're gonna write this down. You're gonna get two tablespoons of baking soda. Uh-huh. You're going to get a pinch of ground dried lavender. Now, you, if, if you don't know where to get it, you can get it at most health food stores. Um, um, I even think craft stores might, might, might sell it. If you can't find the gr- dried um, lavender, get some um, essential oil, lavender oil. Let's put a few drops in. Get a sifter, like you would sift flour with, a pet brush, some baby wipes, and a baby food jar or any type of glass jar. And what you're going to do is you're going to mix the lavender and the baking soda together. Okay, you're going to sift it into the jar because you really want it. You really want it to be fine. Now, what you can do is sprinkle it over the pet and brush it. Let it sit. I would let it sit on how about I don't know about five um, five minutes at the most. And what that's going to do is going to help absorb any of the dirt and oil off the dog. And then brush it through. So you're going to work it through the coat. Now, what the brush is going to do is work most of it out, and it's going to actually grab all that dirt and oil and everything that um, gives that, that doggy smell, and it's going to lift it away. And it's going to leave that fresh lavender smell. Now, what you're going to do with the baby wipes is mm-hmm. you're going to wipe down the coat afterwards because there might be a little bit of residue. But this is something I want to tell everyone. Some dogs are allergic to baby wipes. Not many, but there's cases out there. So mm-hmm. what you don't want to do is do all this and then you have your dog itching its ass off. So what you're going to do is go out and get the hypoallergenic, and if your dog is very allergic, you know what, just just take a wet paper towel, and, 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 and you can use that as well, and then store the rest in the um in the glass jar, and then you can put it away for another day because it'll, um, it'll last for a long time. If you do that, 
not even um twice a month it'll actually help um help with the doggy odor extremely and um go from there but before you do all this you know what some pets some dogs have pet odor because it could be dietary or it could be some sort of veterinary problem so if it's real strong go see your veterinarian first have them look at the dog and hopefully it's nothing at all and then you can go with this because this is a real quick easy way and the other thing you're going to notice well you're going to notice two things number one your dog is going to shed less and have less knots and tangles because you're brushing this through so it's going to make you brush the dog mm-hmm. and number two it's also going to clean your dog because the bacon soda itself is going to ab- act as an absorbent which i've spoken about this many times so you know what you're, you're, you're killing a lot of birds with one stone there so gotta there you go it. gotta love it so hey alan I, i'll sprinkle you down a little bit with this if you want to try it <laughs> i'm sorry what'd you say i was itching my ass off I like the way you put it all together. I love it. I'm going to put lavender and baking soda all over my wife later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as you don't have a hairy back, you'll be fine. Just brush it through. No, that's my job. Okay, nobody's taking that away from me. I got no sub. I got no uh, girl talking to me now. She's on a motorcycle. Nobody's taking away my hair. <laughs> it's Animal Radio, one 405 The entire Dream Team is here toll-free for you. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable. Dog father Joey Villani and animal communicator Joy Turner. And Joey, is that, did you bring your bowling ball to work? What's up with that, dude? That's my little tote. It's my tote. My X-Power Pro at Home Dryer that Ooh. I got here. See, look, here's, 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 here's the hose, the nozzle. It's this, let me tell you, this is the coolest, the coolest thing because um, it's, it's actually a professional dryer. That's um, made for for you to do your dog at home. For me, um, it's it's super super quiet. It's it's lightweight. Um, it has all these um, look at these all these attachments that come with it. So you can have four different styling Holy nozzles. So you can get the look that you want. Um, this is the coolest thing. It's reversible. So it's actually a vacuum, and it's it's the most powerful little vacuum in the world. So let's say you didn't even want to do your dog with it. You want to vacuum out your car. Or like I'm vacuuming Alan off in a little while because he had some, some of donuts here. Yeah. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that off of him. But it's the coolest it's the coolest thing. I used it the other day on my motorcycle after I after I washed my motorcycle, I dried it off. And you know what the best thing is, Hal? It's only eighty nine dollars right now until January. Well that's uh that and looks it, like one of those big uh professional type I know I was going to say I just kind of use a hair blower if I need to what's the difference if my use if I use my it's, regular it, hair blower well a couple of things your regular hair dryer is going to get too hot number ah. 2 it doesn't have the um the air power that this has what this is going to do it's going to blow the water right off the coat and it's going to get it off the dog now it's perfect for the, in the rest of the country when a dog goes out in the snow and they come in their feet are wet you uh-huh. well, you could dry their feet in seconds and it's perfect oh, for the wow. dog that's geriatric can't go to the groomer has to stay at home i could dry him one two three get a great look and um you know put it away or i can vacuum the house with it when i'm done vacuum <laughs> the hair, I just I just blew all over. So it's okay to get involved with water and everything. I mean, you said you oh, used I, it, a, no, it's 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 made for it. It's perfect. So you can't it's do that. Per, with your it's hair all plastic. Dryer. Yeah, your hair yeah, dryer would electric hit yourself. No, and it won't well, vacuum either. Yeah, I, well, I, I hope not. Um, last time my wife tried to vacuum up my hair dryer, it didn't work out too good. Okay, so this is pretty cool. I guess it's eighty nine dollars through January. Eighty nine bucks. It's valued at two hundred bucks. I know. Let me tell you, as a professional, I would buy this dryer because it's better than most of the dryers I've used in the salon. It's it's unbelievable. Where can we get it? Um, actually, you can get it at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. 
I love Amazon. Hey, I wish we could come up with a gadget. I mean, everybody's creating gadgets. There's, a, there's brilliant minds in this room. Why can't we all put our minds together, form one collective mind, and come up with a gadget? Why can't we do that? And then we can go on that Shark Attack show, and, and we can pitch it to the billionaires and become wealthy, rich people. It's Shark Tank, not Shark Attack. Oh, oh, sorry. I got an idea. Why don't what, we what just you? ask them for um, X-Power Pro at Home dryers that we can send out to the listeners for free, and then we'll slap our sticker on them. You're a brain. You know that? You're, you know, it reminds me of the old Kirby vacuums. Remember those things? Do I you, have do, one. That you got, and you could hook your drill up to it, your saw up to it, and everything else? No, nah, that, that, I, I don't have that model. Vinny Penn coming at you with another party animal segment on Animal Radio. Hope you're enjoying your day. Uh, I want to talk to you about a dog uh, that lives um, in the house on the other, through my backyard, into the backyard beyond mine, and next door. He's a dog I'd like to name Rooster. I'd like to go over and meet this family. They've only lived there for two years now. Uh, and I, and find out the name of the dog and, and say, might I suggest you change his name from King or, or Rover or whatever it is to Rooster? Because he just loves to wake up the neighborhood, doesn't he? He loves to do it like we're all living in the country. Rooster just wants to be out there barking soon as the sun comes up. When the sun comes up, the, the, does it make Rooster have to move his bowels? Is that what it is? Is the sun an instigator for a bowel movement? Because it's the same time every morning. The owners don't seem to mind. They let Rooster go and go and go and go. I think if he stopped, they would actually come out and hit Rooster's snooze button to get him to go all over again. Same time every morning and for a long time. I've never even heard someone yell to him to come back into the house or to, you know, to quiet down or throw him out some sort of a bone. I've got to go over there and find out his name. And change it to Rooster. Maybe I'll leave in their mailbox the old Alice in Chains song. Ah, they come to see the rooster. <laughs> now, sometimes when I do these segments, I get ideas. Maybe you do too. Maybe that's not such a good thing. Vinny Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. You bathe your pet at home, and now you can dry them like a pro with the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer. This lightweight, compact, quiet dryer is perfect for winter bathing. The X-Power Pro at Home Dryer comes with four styling nozzles, so you can get the professional look at home. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January only. It makes the perfect gift for the entire family, and is endorsed by me, Groomer Joey Villani. Available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. I've got Michael, Sue, and Ryan on the line talking about ScoreBig.com. These are real ScoreBig customers. Now, in live events of unsold tickets, this ScoreBig gets them, so you save up to 60%. And every ticket is below box office price, guaranteed. Michael, tell us about the game you went to last night. You know, I bought tickets through ScoreBig, which I got awesome seats right on the field. Incredible. Sue, what do you think of ScoreBig? Oh, there's nothing like it. I know we saved at least 20 to 30% every time we've bought tickets. Wow. Ryan, how about you? I, I shouldn't be surprised, but I, I always am surprised at uh, 
you know, just you know, just how cheap the tickets I get, and it's uh, very, very good value. Michael, when I say scorebig.com, what comes to mind? More tickets and more tickets and more tickets. Listeners, you can save even more right now because Scorebig is offering an extra $15 off their already hugely discounted tickets. To save an additional 15 bucks, go to scorebig.com and enter promo code 3939. That's scorebig.com, promo code 3939. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now, 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. It's always nice when you hear a celebrity is doing something to help out. Rachel Ray is doing just that. She donated $500,000 to the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals to help pets and families who are struggling from Superstorm Sandy. The Emmy-winning talk show host said that her pet food brand, Nutrish, is also shipping four tons of wet and dry dog food for Superstorm Sandy animals, and her Yum-O organization donated $100,000 to City Harvest and the Food Bank for New York City. When it comes to vacation time, let no four-legged family member be left behind. According to the U.S. Travel Association, 18% of U.S. adult leisure travelers usually take their pets with them when they travel. Newlyweds are starting to delay their families, but they're less hesitant to start with fur kids. According to Melissa Halliburton, she's the founder of www.bringfido.com. It's a pet-friendly hotel and dog directory. They report traffic to the site has quadrupled in the past couple years. As hotels and airlines hone in on this special relationship, they've invented so many lavish uh, pet deals and amenities that, you know what, you may even want to rent a pet to take advantage of them. You can actually do that at a Kempton hotel. They've got a guppy love program where you can request a live goldfish and they'll bring it to your room so you can mellow out. Servicing four-legged travelers, it's a new breed of hotel staff, doggy concierge, elevating critters to celebrity-like status where they deserve and belong. The story of a couple loose dogs that killed a horse in the foothills of Arizona generated a lot of conversation about animal safety and laws. And the breed of dogs themselves, they were pit bulls, has also been hotly debated with both supporters and defenders jumping into the fray. Pretty emotional issue because a pet, be it a dog or a horse, oftentimes is a member of your family. I know they are of mine. Each year in the U.S., an estimated 4.7 million dog bites occur, according to the American Humane Society. Of those, 800,000 dog bites require medical care. 
But probably the most interesting stat notes that at least 25 different dog breeds were involved in 238 dog bite-related fatalities in the U.S. The Humane Society also notes that nearly 92% of fatal dog attacks involved male dogs, 94% which were not neutered. So, obviously, the organization recommends dog owners always spay or neuter their pets. It reduces aggression. They also recommend dogs be supervised, trained, and socialized, exposed to a variety of situations, which will help them become well-adjusted adult animals. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by Tag, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get Tag today. Go to TAGG.com. Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And our entire dream team is at your beck and call. 1-866-405-8405. That is direct to Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Kevill. Cable, dog Kevin? trainer Alan Cable. <laughs> Alan, how, how about Alan Kibble? You know what? That's not bad. <laughs> That's better. I like that. Change your name. Dog oh, father like Joey Villani and Joey Turner. I think we hit the eggnog a little too heavy before the show. We were supposed to wait till after the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll call him Alex Kibble. <laughs> That's not a bad. You guys are just jealous. You guys are jealous. You haven't you haven't made any comments as to my microphone, the the five foot long microphone Bob Barker sent me that I, I'm using today. I noticed that. I wasn't going to you gonna know say... feed into your ego on it. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a Christmas present? Yeah, Bob. Bob's sending me a six foot one next year that he's never allowed anybody else to see. Wow, wow. You are uh, one lucky guy there. Let me just say that right now. I am in a holiday mood. I don't know about you. I think it's all the sugar, all the sugar that we have around here, the Christmas lights, feeling like the holidays, and I want to give away stuff. 
Is that is that wrong? That's not wrong. That, Let's do it. That's it's good wrong. to be giving. Yeah. 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 Which one of these lines has the uh, cat owner? Line three. Line th- hey, line three. Line three is Patricia. Hey, Patricia, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. You own cats? Yes, I have two male cats. I'm going to give you a frolic cat bundle for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever oh. you celebrate over there. Oh, thank you. I the, never want anything. This is, well... <laughs> I'm just in that mood. Most people will tell you that I'm usually in a in a crappy mood, but I'm not. The Frolic Cat Bolt, was, which, you. Thank you. which is the interactive laser toy that provides hours of fun for you and your felines, plus the Frolic Cat Twitch, which automatically bounces and swings an enticing teaser toy, and the Frolic Cat Dart, which is an automatic rotating laser light. All of these available at frolicat.com, spelled F-R-O-L-I-C-A-T.com, but um, we're going to give that bundle to you today. And and we've been playing with these in the studio. I'll be real honest with you. They're they're the kind of toys that you have for your cat that look like they were designed by Apple or something like that. They are very nice toys to have around the house. We're a little entertained by them ourselves, I think. Maybe too much. <laughs> so is my dog. We're uh, turning the lights off in the studio and playing with these. I hope you don't mind that we played with them before before we <laughs> give them to you. I don't mind. If you want to learn more, listeners that uh, want to find out what Patricia's getting, head on over to frolicat.com, F-R-O-L-I-C-A-T.com. Now, you called because you wanted to talk to Dr. Debbie, right? Yes, I did. What's up? My cat is in on all my my clothes, my furniture, and I don't know what's wrong with it. I'm took to the bed, got some... Um, antibiotics i gave that to him and he's still doing it okay and do you have other kitties in the house too i have two two male cats they're like five years old they're okay okay now so your your vet put them on antibiotics did they do a urine test did they see something that had them concerned he was uh like peeing blood and Mm -hmm. he did not do no test on him but he just gave me some antibiotics Okay. All right. Well, so that's a big difference. So if we have a kitty who's peeing kind of indiscriminately all over the house and we don't have any clinical symptoms that tell us there could be an infection or a health problem, we're going to go a very different way. So with your kitty having blood in the urine, the first and foremost thing we have to do is address that medical part of things. And antibiotics may be one part of what we would do, But it's not the only thing. And the reason is because male cats are very susceptible to urinary blockages. So, and this is different than in female cats, not that they don't get that, but in, in male cats, the urinary opening gets really, really narrow at the tip of the penis and the boy parts. Um, so when they get a little bit of sediment, a little bit of crystals that form in their urine, it isn't hard for them to get blocked and to have a really serious emergency with being unable to urinate. So if a male cat has urinating blood or is having frequency going around, I always, always, always want to make sure we're treating that as best we can. So I would prefer to get a urine sample and look at that to see if we've got crystals. Or even better yet, we can get an x-ray and see, are there any x-rays um, or is there any uh, crystals or stones that are showing up on an x-ray? Um, because that will help us decide how aggressively we need to treat your baby. So we can do all the changes in the world and trying to move litter boxes and change things. But the honest truth I'm going to tell you is you are uh, losing time to try to help him medically and we're going to be wasting your efforts on those things. We may still want to do those things because the cat that has a medical problem and isn't using the box um, effectively 
often later develops a behavioral problem as well. So we, then we have two problems to deal with. So for your baby, I would certainly get a urine sample. I would check him for an infection and prove if he has that or not, and then prove if he has maybe more of the stress bladder that some cats can get. And then from there, you know, we would treat medically for what we find and then talk about doing those some litter changes in the house. And um, in the litter box situation you got right now, you got two cats. So tell me about the litter that you have. How many boxes? Where are they located? I have one box. It's in the bathroom upstairs. Okay. And you have two cats. Do they go inside or do they go outside? They're inside and outside, dog. Yeah. All right. So for two cats in a household, the general guideline that we want for effective avoiding a, a litter box problem is we want to have one plus the number of cats in the house. So that means you really ought to have three litter pans. And not only do we want three litter pans, but we want different locations. So if you have a bi-level house, different floors, you need to have a location on each floor. So the reason is because there's nonverbal communication that cats have. So if one cat is kind of given the evil eye to the other one, they may not go to the litter box that's in the most immediate area because they might have to cross that threshold. So you want to make sure you give them those opportunities. And then uh, the other things that cats prefer in their litter box, not humans, <laughs> but what cats prefer in their toilet. They like uh, preferably the scoopable, the kind of the grain type litter. And they prefer um, having a clean box, so scooping it at least once to twice a day. They like it big enough so they can turn around. So when I look at a cat, I want to make sure that litter pan is one and a half times the length of the cat from their nose to their rump. If it's not, then you need to get a bigger box or you need to create one out of, say, um, a plastic storage bin that goes under a bed. And then the other thing we would do is make sure you got enough litter in there. So you need about an inch and a half of litter yeah. to really make them comfortable with their litter box. And if you have a cover... Toss the cover yeah. because cats don't like that. That's how you make the litter box so it's more favorable, and then give those other opportunities for those locations. Um, and they uh, don't like covers. they don't like what? Did you say they don't like covers on their litter box? Most cats don't. They may tolerate them, but if we have a cat that's having a urinary problem and not using the box reliably, it is the first thing I tell people: get that cover off that litter box. If they're doing fine and they're happy and they're using the box reliably, eh. I'm not too motivated to make changes, um, but it really can make a difference for some cats because, it, especially if they're a big cat, they'll turn around and, and they'll touch the side, and they don't like that. You know, it's like being in one of those little porta potties at the fair. I, I don't like touching the wall. <laughs> I'm grossed out, and cats get the same way. So um, you want to kind of keep that in mind and think how they would feel going into that little enclosed area. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, and, and definitely, let, let's get that kitty back to the vet and make sure we do follow up and make sure that blood is gone and there's not something else we need to be dealing with there. Thank you so much. I appreciate your, your time. Thanks, Patricia. Okay. Hold on a second. got to get your address and all of that stuff. Thank you for the gift. I oh. appreciate it. never ha- won anything. Well, there you go. Thank- happy. Have a wonderful holiday. Hold on for Thank one you. second. Now, listen up. If your dog's an escape artist or perhaps he or she doesn't get enough exercise, Tag the Pet Tracker lets you track your pet's location and activity from your phone or computer. You gotta love that. And tracking both location and activity helps you keep your pets safe and healthy. Go to tag.com today. That's T A G G.com. Radio. 
And after the show today, I'll be heading out doing the rest of my Christmas shopping for Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog and Boog the Studio Stunt Cat and all the uh, following cats that uh, seem to follow Boog around all the time. Did you know we had cats? I didn't realize that we had so many cats. How did that happen? You're a cat hoarder, Hal. <laughs> I think I didn't realize it because it doesn't smell like cat. And well, good thing. Is that because of the litter robot? That's right. Oh, this is very cool. And uh, we welcome Mike Sick back to the show. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? Fantastic. How are you today? I want to just thank you. I'm going to get down on my hands and knees and <laughs> thank you for the litter robot. It has made such a difference here. It, it, we hear all the time that it's a life-changing invention, and I guess if you own cats and more than one, uh, it, it definitely makes a difference. A lot of people are going to get a automated litter, but there's some big differences with litter robot. I'll tell you why we like it. There's no cartridges to put in as far as uh, litter. You don't have to get a certain kind of litter. Right. You can. We're using uh, World's Best in it, and uh, that that was a good idea on your part. Yeah, no special receptacles. I don't have to have a certain bag that when I run out, oh my gosh, I'm out. I can't use it. I can use any kind of bag, any kind of litter. Well, we know that that people appreciate not having that ongoing expense, and and what they also tell us is that uh, because it's efficient with litter. Over the course of the year, many times uh, they'll save fifty to hundred dollars because you're not dumping the whole thing every week like you may with a, a normal open litter box. Mm-hmm. We're the only real automated sifting system. The whole globe rotates, and we sift all the clean, dry litter and separate it out from the clumps because we want to get rid of the clumps and we want to be able to use that clean, dry litter over and over. Um, and and the, the big advantage is we do it very gently so we don't leave any little particles of smelly stuff in, in the litter and get rid of all the smelly stuff uh, into, the, uh, into the enclosed drawer that comes with the carbon filter. And, and the problem with, with raking, which most of the other automatic machines have, they tend to squish the clump and then the rake gets this, this kind of smelly brown stuff that occasionally you have to clean off, otherwise it burns out the motor. So it's it's a it's a big big improvement, you know, and and the raking machines tend to be somewhat less expensive. Although in the long run they don't last as long, you have all the extra supplies. Yeah, well, you have to the the other ones which may be a little less expensive. You have to uh, pay for certain litters that go in there or certain cartridges that go in there. True, true. There is one product that I believe uh, I've heard it can cost fifteen dollars a month or more, depending on how many cats you have for cartridges. We just recently, in a couple, couple of recent weeks, we've had some calls, medical calls that I fielded. And, and, and I think that one big thing I'd want to point out with the litter robot are the indications for kitties that are having litter box um, aversion issues. So if they don't like a, a slightly messy box, something like an automatic cleaning litter box is ideal for these kitties to help keep them very satisfied with the environment. And then the other call I do recall, Hal, that we had real recently was a, a, a dog that was dipping into the litter box. Oh, yeah. And eating those little almond rocas. The litter robot, I think, would be a fabulous idea. It gets ah. rid of it. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. We get lots of calls like that. We're very popular with uh, cat owners who also own dogs just for that reason, because the last thing you want to do is come in and have the dog come greet you with a little specks of litter on his nose. <laughs> Good stuff. Great Christmas present. Mike, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Have a great day. It is the Litter Robot, litter-robot.com. Hi, Randy Travis here, and you're listening to Animal Radio. 1-866-4058-4058. 
405. What was that? I got the hiccups. <laughs> You're right there, pal. I'm sorry. Right. Give me a good shot on the back or something. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> Jeez, man. Almost out of What's the What's that that flew out there? What I don't know. That? I think it was my dentures. It was a feather. Let's uh, go to the phones. We have Wendy on the phones for Alan Cable, dog trainer extraordinaire. <laughs> Hello. Hey, I'm Wendy. glad it was the hiccups and not my phone. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in your world? Well, I have this adorable, sweet, lovely, uh, year-and-a-half-old golden doodle. He's neutered. And lately, when I take him to the dog park, if he finds a ball, he'll get very possessive of it with the other dogs. It's not his ball? It's a, it's another no, dog's ball? No. It's one he finds, and he has plenty of toys at home, and he doesn't do that when other dogs come to my house. But he does it yeah, that's uh, that's another uh, another kind of aggression called possessive aggression. I like to uh-huh. call that. It's uh, it's when a dog in the old days when dogs were first becoming dogs, you know, they would compete for everything. They'd compete for uh-huh. their food and. They compete for their sleeping place, their mates. They compete. And so uh, today, dogs often guard their food. Some of them guard where they sleep. Some of them guard their crates. Uh, some of them guard even the, the beds that their owners sleep in. So when your dog's taking a, a toy away from another dog and acting aggressive towards that dog, he's taking possession of that toy. And so you probably don't like that. You want him to stop, right? Yeah, because I'm afraid he's going to act aggressive toward, like, a pitbull or something down there, you know? Yeah, take and his I don't know away. how to stop him or what, what to train him. Or <laughs> well, the simplest thing you can do is keep your dog on a leash at the dog park, okay? And do you, does your dog know the command "no bite" or "give"? Do, have you taught your dog to let yeah. go of things? Yeah, okay. yeah, I, I say let go. All right, so what you can do is you can bring your dog to the dog park on a leash, and you can actually elicit the help of another dog owner and take that toy and actually give it to your dog. Give the other dog's okay. toy to your dog, and then give your dog the command "no bite." And I believe when you do when you do training, when you do behavior modification with dogs, it's real important to reward them for for the behavior that they're doing that you want, and not reward them for negative behavior. When they're not doing what you want, you just pay no attention to them, or you actually you know you you just you give them a, a quick correction like "no," you know, like that. So I, yeah. when the dog lets the toy go. You actually give the dog some praise and turn around and walk the opposite direction very fast away from the toy. And keep practicing that. The next step is to let the other dog walk over and pick up his toy while you've got the do- your dog on the leash. And when he acts calm, when he's acting calm, if he acts kooky, you turn and walk the other direction quickly, giving him a correction. Because as soon as the leash gets taut, he's going to get a major correction in his neck. And that's going to teach him that not only are you in charge, he has to be close to you, pay attention to you, and it's going to get his mind off being possessive of that toy very quickly. And, and as soon as he starts to calmly behave when other dogs come around and take their toys back or pick up toys, you give him praise, and then you let him off the leash. As soon as he's calm and not possessive, that's when you let him off the leash. Up until that point, you've got to keep him on a leash at the dog park so that you can make those corrections when he acts aggressive and other dogs' toys are around. Yeah, because this is very strange behavior because when I've, I've um, socialized him from the day I got him as a puppy, and he used to like to go to the dog park and play with other dogs, but lately um, all he does is look for lost balls and want to play with me, and then when he's too tired of playing and doesn't want to be around other dogs, he'll take that ball and go off somewhere and guard it. 
Has anything happened? Any, anything? Is he, has he been attacked by another dog or, or frightened by well, other do- when, another dog? When he was growing up, because uh, um, he was smaller, the other dogs you know, would do what they do. Um, and I, I would watch very carefully. And um, he, he finally, one day, these three dogs went out at once, and he laid them all out one by one, faster than I've seen a pit bull move. <laughs> and That's pretty cool. Then, since then, he hasn't had to protect himself, and he hasn't done that. Well, it's interesting what you say. He hasn't had to protect himself because you, as the pack leader, you're almost charged with protecting him. So if you're going to let your dog off a leash around other dogs, you have to be prepared to step in. And, and it's it's very, very careful. You have to be very careful when you do this because you don't uh, want to get bitten. But you have to you have to learn to step in and show your dog that, yeah, you're the pack leader. You're going to protect him. Because what that does makes him anxious. When he knows okay. he has to protect you and himself, makes him very anxious. I, I have a, another neighbor. I was telling a neighbor's story before, and he was watching uh, three dogs here in the neighborhood. And the dog dogs were literally having having their way with him. They were jumping all over him. And yeah. So he called me up on the phone, and I went over there. And, and basically, every time they tried to jump on him, I just took the space away, just walked forcefully right into the dog and, and said, okay. no, down. It, it's kind of like you have to be in charge. You have to walk okay. in front of your dog. Don't let your dog walk in front of you on a leash at your side or behind you. Don't let your dog enter the house before you. And when you bring your dog around other dogs, watch the body language of the other dogs. If you see any sign of a Put yourself between your dog and those dogs, not not when they're biting and attacking, but take the space away from the other dog. Take that space. Be the pack leader. Be- so he he thinks that that um, he's protecting me instead Absolutely. of the other way around. Absolutely, he is. He is your pack leader. He's in charge, and because dogs are not dogs are not meant to be the pack leader, it makes them anxious. It makes them fearful. That makes sense. you have yeah. to be. Yeah, you have to be the pack leader. Okay. Well, I will go home and take care of that. And thank you for having such a wonderful show. I can call. Thanks, Wendy. We appreciate your call. <laughs> thank you. Isn't it great that we have a show that we can uh, call? Like no, no, wait a minute. Now, what happens when somebody's breaking into my house and I want the dog to not look at me and say, what are you going to do? You know, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's Joey. That's an interesting preponderance. And I will tell you right now that even if your dog, if you had like four dogs and two adults, the lowest dog on the totem pole in the pack order will step up and defend the pack when necessary. It's just like here at the studio. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. If um, somebody breaks in, we'll use Hal as a shield. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. That's, that's all we have time for. Remember to check us out on Facebook at Animal Radio. Tweet us at Animal Radio or write us all week long at yourvoice at animalradio.com. Check out Dr. Debbie's books. How to be your Shih Tzu's best friend. I also have Yorkshire Terriers and Mini pugs. Schnauzers and Pugs. Oh, good stuff on Kindle. Check it out at Amazon.com. Bye-bye. Catch you next week. Bye. Woof. This is Animal Radio Network.